1: They're not calling a timeout Russ
0: nearly loses it With five, with four Russ drives Oh, it's underneath And the Lakers are going to lose it And they never got
2: a shot away Ooh, Lakers lose In a controversial fashion as well, you may hear that was the uh, local Laker call team. They get a bit biased. The uh, local press, call red teams. for red, Philadelphia. That's what it is. Philadelphia end up winning one thirteen to one twelve. Our next guest can tell us uh, more about the game. LeBron had thirty five, eight, and ten. If you don't mind, so a pretty good performance from the King. Whilst Joel Embiid had thirty five points and eleven boards. Our next guest. Is from ESPN, and he'll be able to tell us all about what's happening in the NBA, the association, mm-hmm. and the NBL. His name is Kane Pittman. Kane, welcome.
0: Thanks for having
2: me, Paul. Uh, Just quickly, I don't know whether you you saw the the uh, the Laker game and the way it ended. Certainly, in uh, not in a, a, a great fashion from a Los Angeles perspective. But they're not a very good team anyway, and uh, I don't think they're going to be making the playoffs from what I've seen, Kane.
0: No, they are battling. They're 19 and 24 now. And they've been actually okay in the last few weeks without Anthony Davis, who who has been out uh, for an extended period of time. But we saw at the end, Russell Westbrook wasn't happy. And uh, again, you got the Russell Westbrook experience. You take the good, you take the bad. He was seven for 14. He had the 11 assists, uh, but unfortunately wasn't able to get a shot off. And the Lakers, it's almost a little bit sad. We're seeing LeBron and this team just can't get out of, Uh, that 500 mediocrity level in the NBA standing. Why is that? Well, I I don't think that they have the offensive players around LeBron and particularly Anthony Davis. They've struggled to shoot the ball all season long on offense and then defensively they've been picked apart. I mean, it's just challenging. LeBron is still putting up huge numbers across the board, but he's 38. Their second best player, Anthony Davis, who they thought was going to take the torch and carry this team to contend for years and years, he, he can't stay healthy. He's never healthy. He only plays half the games uh, most seasons. So they're un- unpredictable and, and unreliable, to be honest.
2: Before we uh, jump to the NBL, because there's heaps happening, some Aussies doing good things in the NBA. I know Coons wants to talk about Ben Simmons and what he's doing. But Josh Getty's really uh, come into his own, in the past, particularly in the past couple of weeks. Today, 28 points, nine boards, nine assists. Now, we don't expect him to average... Will be able to score in the high twenties a lot, but he's certainly an athlete and a player who can who can be a Draymond Green type and average, you know, twelve eight and eight, can't he? Because he can just do everything on a basketball court.
0: Yeah, his scoring has gone to a new level, as you pointed to, Justin. Twenty points, uh, eight rebounds, six assists over his last ten games, and the Thunder are really in the mix for the postseason. Mm. They're only a game and a half out of the sixth seed right now. And they're going to be a fascinating team to just keep a little bit of an eye on uh, when it comes to the trade deadline on February 9. I don't think that they're at the point where they want to make any moves to really go all in on this season, but they've got more draft capital than any team out there. They've got Shea, they've got Josh, Chet Holmgren, their early draft pick from last year, is uh, injured this season, but he'll be back. So they're in a terrific spot overall, but Josh is shooting the ball much better than he did Uh, Last season he's been working with Chip Anglin, the shooting doctor who was at San Antonio for 15 years. Uh, Now he's in Oklahoma City and uh, seems to have done the trick with Josh and his outside shooting. But he's just stronger. He's bigger. He looks like he's able to handle the physicality of the NBA uh, better than he did in his rookie season, and he's definitely taken another step.
1: Ben Simmons, another Aussie, um, half a season back now. Um, Boston on Saturday, reasonably solid game with 13 assists. No Scores. (laughs) Scores. <laughs> are we are we happy to cop that? Most of the negative criticism around Ben Simmons has dissipated now. Uh, he's getting back into the groove. But are we happy to accept that?
0: Well, he is going to have to score. And he's going to have to be more aggressive in looking to score, particularly over these next few weeks. We understand Kevin Durant uh, is out with that MCL sprain. So they need someone to pick up the slack and, and the 29 points per game that you were getting from KD. I've been definitely all season long saying we need to we need to have patience with Ben Simmons. He's uh, spent a long, long time off the court and he need to give him some time to adjust. But uh, when it comes to playoff time, and this is a team that wants to contend for a title, they're going to need Ben Simmons to be aggressive, looking to score the ball. He can facilitate, uh, but they are going to need him to step up. He's not getting to the free throw line at all this season, really. And and we know uh, that he's scoring he's down across the board. So he's not expected to do what he did in Philadelphia. He's not, the second best player on this team if they're fully healthy, but uh, he played well against Boston, but the fact that he wasn't able to score, given the athleticism that he's got, the physical traits that he's got and the skill set, it was a little bit bizarre.
2: Uh, Closer to home, Kane, I'm pretty much ready to give the Sydney Kings the championship. Are you going to come with me on that? Or can you see a contender or a challenger? uh,
0: Yeah, I, I think... I think you might be right, as it stands right now. If you look at the rest of the NBL, from Cairns in second all the way down to uh, Melbourne United currently in seventh, even Adelaide in eighth, although they've been struggling, it's even from two to seven. Any of those teams you feel like they can win on any given night, but Sydney looks like the team on both ends of the floor that has the firepower. If they stay healthy, they might be cruising to another title. And we know last year... They were 5-0 and in the postseason. They didn't lose a game in the playoffs on the way to winning the championship. We might look back in about a month's time, six weeks' time, and see something similar because they are absolutely flying at the moment.
2: Yeah, they most uh, definitely are. Their points differential is massive. They've been thumping teams, uh, the Kings. Xavier Cooks is one who uh, some have spoken about his potential ability to go to the NBA. Probably the, the outside shooting's the thing that's maybe holding him back. But do you think he could... And you look at a Tory Craig and a Jay Sean Tate who have played in this league and they're great um, comparisons. Xavier Cooks is is the equal of those guys. So can you see some late season NBA opportunities or potentially some opportunities to go into camp in the off season?
0: Yeah, I can. He he doesn't shoot the three well and he doesn't shoot a lot of them, which can be a setback uh, in the modern NBA where basically every player is expected to and is willing to, to shoot the ball. But he does so much else on offense with his size in terms of being able to push the pace and facilitate and get everyone else involved. And we know he's a superb athlete. He might have the best dunk highlight reel in the NBL this season. So I think because of the versatility defensively as well, he can guard uh, multiple positions. Uh, he would love to have the three point shot. And if he had that, he'd probably already be there. Um, but I still think that he has the skill set and the versatility that um, he should at least get a look in, whether it's, later this season, but certainly um, in the off-season to to go in and and work out for some teams.
1: Kane, two teams at the other end of the spectrum at the moment, Brisbane and the Hawks. Uh, Brisbane a little bit more competitive against Melbourne, only losing by 10 on the weekend. But uh, Illawarra, average crowds have been slightly down, as we've seen recently. Um, The bullets folded not too long ago. Should we be concerned about where those two clubs are at, given that we are in conversations about expanding the league?
0: Well, if you're an Illawarra fan, um, you would be concerned that they've only won two games this season. But they've just had a horrific run uh, with injuries. Multiple imports have been out for an extended period of time. Then they've got replacements and they've got injured and they're out for the rest of the season as well. So it's just been a really challenging season. They've actually battled really hard and they've been super competitive. And it wouldn't surprise me if they still pick up a win or two on the run home here, which could uh, really mix things up in terms of the the play-in race and the playoff race. But Brisbane's been the disaster of the league. There's no question. They came in expecting that they were going to at least make the top six. I mean, we're not asking a lot here in a 10-team league to make the top six. Mm. They had the big names with Tyler Johnson, obviously Aaron Baines, and Nathan Sobey. Now, those three guys came into the season underdone, and a slow start was expected. But then... They didn't have any patience with the slow start. They fired James Duncan. A part of ways with him. They they've had a turmoil off the court basically the whole season through. There's been uh, no uh, there's been no uh, semblance of an organisation that seems to be under control all season long. So to me, there's no doubt Brisbane's been a disaster. And I'm fascinated to see. Uh, what happens in the off-season because this has been uh, a pretty disappointing campaign.
2: It most certainly has been that South East Melbourne play Brisbane tonight. You'd imagine the Phoenix can snap a four-game skid. Kane, we'll uh, read all about it and and watch your work on ESPN across uh, the NBL and the NBA. We thank you for your time.
0: Thanks,
2: fellas. Thanks for having me anytime. There's Kane Pittman, uh, an absolute expert when it comes to yes, basketball in all parts of the world, but particularly in our own national basketball league. We're approaching five o'clock, so let's get a break out of the way and uh, we'll come back. We'll get an extra half hour today. Excellent. Oh, excellent. Yeah, so what? Jolly good. That's <laughs> not what I thought you would say. Uh, quick break <laughs> as we oh, approach fantastic. the 5 p.m. news.